Don't know what to study? Look no further. Don't know where to go? Look no further. Google ain't helping? Look no further. We have all the answers you've been looking for. Hi there everyone and welcome to The Search Bar. I am Usanalo Zolibanzi, your host for the show, and thank you for tuning in to our first episode. This podcast explores various stages of student life as mentioned in our title. We are the plug that will connect you to some of the information you might need regarding your studies and life as a student, especially at Rhodes University. In today's episode, we follow four stories from our JMS2 group as they give us insight on how to navigate your way in university. The Search Bar, Discovering Parts. Walking into university as a first-time student can be very intimidating for many who do not know what this new phase will bring for them. Valentine Tuse went around campus asking various students, besides the academic side of things, what do they wish they knew about university? What is the one thing that you wish you knew about varsity besides academics? I wish I knew the independence that it comes with, coming from someone who grew up at home and did not get a chance to experience independence beforehand like living in hostel or having to take care of herself um, alone. So the first thing that was hard for me was taking myself to the doctor. I literally had to call home and ask, what is the procedure? How do I get there? What do I do when I get there? And shopping alone and doing my groceries. Um, yeah. The one thing I wish I knew about varsity was the social life. It was very difficult for me coming here and having to adjust to a whole different social life, coming from an all-girls boarding school and having to adjust to different personalities, different genders, and yeah. The one thing I wish I knew before coming to university is that every single university student should know how to budget well and they should also learn how to become financially independent. When I was in primary school and when I was in high school, I would depend on my parents a lot to help me make various financial decisions. But once you enter university, this changes as you are no longer under your parents' roof and you start to receive a monthly allowance that has to sustain you throughout the month. Therefore, it is so vital to be able to make you know, smart financial decisions and it is vital to be able to budget well. The one thing I wish I knew before coming to varsity is the fact that I had to be mentally prepared to gain friends and easily lose them. For example, you will attach yourself with this one person, form bonds, and the next minute you can easily lose them and lose touch. Now you have to put yourself out there and make new friends, and you have to open up all over again. The Search Bar. Discovering Parts. Nwabi Santlaike, a final year student at Rhodes University and Gadra alumni, shares with us her experience from a trick to the program that helped her get into university. She chronicles how she did not meet the requirements to get into university and how she was able to upgrade her marks to get into Rhodes University through the Gadra Matric program. She also shares why she would encourage others in a similar situation to join the program. My name is Amanda Ntake and I'm from Yarrow Farm in Seven Fountains outside Grahamstown. I did my metric in Nsika Senior Secondary School and I came across the Gadra program through my mentor. He encouraged that I go to Gadra the following year to upgrade my mark. And then I got registered in 2017, earlier 2017 and then I was part of the GADRA program. So during that time, the only thing that I had in my mind 
was for me to upgrade my marks, get the best marks, entry points to go to university, any kind of university, because I wanted to continue with my studies. I passed my metric um, with the bachelor pass. So that is why I was interested in continuing with my studies. The process of applying to Gacho was not difficult. As I applied earlier in January, and it didn't take time for Gadra to reply to my application. And I think one of the advantages that I was accepted in, in Gadra is because of they actually look at students who passed with a metric and most of the time more of Gramsdown student. So I was privileged enough that I was from Gramsdown and I was from Enzika. So Gadra helped me very much in a sense that it allowed me to go to university they saw the potential in me of which they saw something that i also loved and enjoyed it was skills development where you do to learn to how to write your essays how to to write essay using a poem and of which i enjoyed it i was part of that program of which it helped me to know where to go next year because that is when I was, I was advised to take journalism because of they saw Uguti, I have my skills comply with doing journalism. So that is how I actually got, I experienced everything in Gadra. And I can say that Gadra is completely different from high school. Gadra has everything like resources, any kind of help that is needed. And they also provide the program of mentorship, whereby you get a chance to have your own mentor. And then that is where they're able to see that others who are struggling, they get help and be able to be open up about the academic performance when they are with their mentors. So my year in Gautra was just wonderful. If you feel like you don't have enough resources, they always go extra mile in helping you. So you have that progress because of the teachers they take that initiative that you do well in your studies not have narrow mind when it comes to career choosing so they exposed me to a lot of career direction in which i can which career i can choose to do so just like journalism i didn't know anything about journalism until i will actually recommend others to go to gadra if they actually have dream and encouragement of continuing with their studies. Gadra is very good, not only for upgrading marks, but also for opening more diverse career direction. And they make you as an individual to grow and see where your future is heading. So there's a lot that is in the program and there's a lot that you, you get to learn. The Search Bank, Discovering Parts. The following segment answers a question that many students may have. Because we live in a world full of uncertainty, especially regarding what the future has in store, it is important to receive as much career guidance as we can. Rod Amner, a JMS lecturer at Rose University, answers some of the questions many people studying or looking to study journalism may have. Hi, I'm Rod Amner. I'm a senior lecturer in the School of Journalism and Media Studies. 
I currently edit the local newspaper as an experiential learning platform for a group of postgraduate diploma students. A Bachelor of Journalism and Media Studies is quite a broad degree. What would you say are the benefits of having this degree? We live in a media-saturated world um, where communication is, is primary in the economy, in the political realm, the social realm. The kind of core skills that one grapples with in a Bachelor of Journalism are applicable to multifarious um, uh, areas of, of life and work. Yeah, you know, we teach the kind of journalistic mindset, if you like, and skill sets associated with that. Um, which are really valuable, even to people who end up not doing journalism sort of in a classical newsroom. Rod explains what kind of careers a person with a Bachelor of Journalism and Media Studies can expect to go into. Strategic communication, public relations, crisis management, you know, working for different state institutions and having to communicate with publics. There are just so many jobs in that realm. I think the journalistic mindset gives you a sense of how to research well, how to verify information, but also how to package that in a story. So the sort of combination of those powerful uh, understandings and, and skill sets is what makes a huge horizon of jobs kind of open up. There are clearly many job opportunities that come with this degree, but having extra skills is vital for those who have graduated. Rod explains the importance of developing certain skills while studying. You're learning how to understand the world and how things work and how to see things differently and creatively, how to tell stories, but also how to do very thorough research. What you're getting is an education, a way of thinking and seeing in the world that you bring into your practice of journalism. So what you get, I think, at a, a good kind of liberal arts college like Rhodes University is a pretty good set of critical thinking skills, ways of seeing the world, and that you can't underestimate. Rod states the various skills that students acquire from studying a Bachelor of Journalism and Media Studies. He also goes on to mention the skills that students should learn outside of university, which would be advantages once they graduate. I would really encourage, you know, students to have a go. Just go and join a media organization in your VAC for a couple of weeks. I'd say the student press, you know, I really wish them well, but I really hope that more students get involved there. Rod believes that it's important for students to put themselves out there in order to develop their journalistic skills, as well as their relationship with the world. To try and enjoy it, you know, and to see it as an opportunity to kind of build your own relationship to the world, engage critically with the world. You know, the world is on the cusp of, I think, a revolution in how we think about how we're going to live and how we're going to survive. And, I mean, I know it sounds, it looks daunting from where you stand, um, but there's huge opportunity. I really believe that. And I think, yeah, my advice is use your journey degree to be open-minded, you know, to, to embrace the world. The Search Bar. Discovering parts. As all students may know, living on a tight budget is one of the main features of student life. Okutle James, a third-year student at Rose University, gives intel on how she uses her limited allowance as a student. She also gives insight on what to expect for life on and off campus as a Rhodes student. These survival tips are very crucial, especially in assisting those who are newly arriving students in choosing accommodation for themselves. 
The early days of being a university student can be exciting yet stressful. Therefore, it is important that the first year students are given a glimpse of how the university life is like. Ogushe James was kind enough to share her university experience with us. My name is Ogushe James and I am studying at Rhodes University doing my third year in Bachelor of Business Science, majoring in Maths and Stats, and I am Lisa's friend. As a student, it is important to budget smart, as this will prevent straining your monthly allowance. I feel like living in res worked very well with my monthly budget because I really did not have much expenses to pay. The only thing I had to do with my money was like buy toiletries, uh, study snacks and, and pay my credit cards. Whereas now as an OPTN, I have to stress about electricity, groceries and other living expenses. So I feel like living, living as an OPTN is more expensive than living in res. Students living off campus encounter a lot of difficulties each day. And on top of that, not all of them can afford that lifestyle. I wish I knew how expensive electricity is. And the fact that you can buy electricity more than once a month is an opidine. I realized that outside the campus, like people get robbed. I remember beginning of this year, my friend, he got stabbed close to where I stayed by the pirates at night because they wanted his phone. So I feel like the level of corruption and just the level of thieves within us as students is very high here in the Okidan life. When I was in res, I never actually felt the effects of load shedding and like water problems because in res we have tanks. So if there's no water, you can go get water from the tanks and use it and buy it, whatever. And also if there's no electricity, most of the places have generators, whereas off camp, when there is no electricity, there is no electricity. When there is no water, there is no water. Students spend their monthly allowance in different ways. Others are fortunate because they receive multiple allowances from different family members. This makes their budgeting a whole lot easier. When I was living in res, I did not have to budget. I would only spend my money on study snacks, toiletries, and drinking water. Every month, I would have money from the previous month. As an OP done, by the time the month ends, I'm broke. I create a budget list and it's so hard to stick with it. Sometimes even budgeting does not help or does not work. Ogushe then gave students who wish to move off campus a survival guide, or should I say, piece of advice. I would advise them to, of course, have a budget and also to be prepared to overspend, meaning they have to have, they have to keep money for emergencies. They have to be prepared that some of the things that they used to get for free when they were in res, as an OPDAN, they will have to pay for it themselves. They should like first start with paying rent, uh, buying groceries and toiletries, buying electricity and water, and of course not forget like their stationaries that they're gonna need like pens and stuff. Then I feel like with the surplus money, the, the surplus money that's going to be left, that, that's when they can like uh, spend it on entertainment that is spoiling yourself. It is evident that students living in dress don't have to worry about a lot of things because their needs are catered for. As a first year student to stay in res because it allows you to get to know other people, the culture of Grahamstown whilst being in a space that is safe. You do not have 
um, you are not exposed to as much responsibilities because majority of the important things are still done for you. I feel like maybe when you're doing your third year or post-red, that's when a person can move out of res so that they can also be like learn how to be independent and have responsibilities. Peer pressure can lead one into debt if one isn't careful. I always try to remain true to myself. That is not be influenced by what other people are doing. So I make sure that I spend my money on things that I have to. Feel like students should be taught about budgeting, not just like budgeting, but how to create a functional budget plan. I also feel like students should be uh, taught about peer pressure and how peer pressure can influence the way they spend their money. The search bar, discovering parts. If you're hearing this, it means you have made it to the end of this episode. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. A big shout out to our package producers, Senati, Kerry, Valentine and Lisa. This podcast is brought to you by the School of Journalism, and if you want to comment your thoughts about this show, you can do so on Iono FM under the RMR profile. Don't know what to study? Look no further. Don't know where to go? Look no further. Google ain't helping? Look no further. We have all the answers you've been looking for.